everyone. Welcome back to episode five of the Unprofessional Podcast. I'm once again joined by my co-host, EP. Hello. And this episode is actually being recorded the day of because of poor planning. Um, could we have done this yesterday? Possibly. But did we? No. Nah, nah. We were busy, man. Quarantine, Dude, quarantine is taking up a lot of my time, you know? Dang it, we were sick hard. that day. Couldn't do anything yeah. about it. Um, now it's up to our MVP and editor, Bryce Lee. So ideally, this episode will go up around 6 p.m. Friday, May 15th, which is also my, si- my sister's birthday, which is also yes. also my half birthday. But that's... Damn, your parents really you planned you guys out really well. Exactly. It was, it was orchestrated. I, I knew that was going to happen, so I decided to show up two weeks late. Nice. Um, Anyway, <laughs> I show up. I show up uh, three weeks early, and my mom was like, "We weren't ready." <laughs> you were three weeks early, damn. I was like a that's whole, like, like almost a whole month early. That's like, um, that's like life support right out the womb. Like, that's like, <laughs> yeah, getting close to that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was bad, bro. Like, I had a whole kidney <laughs> surgery and everything, but like, we're not gonna get into it. kidney surgery. I did. I have a scar. It's actually my coolest scar. Oh wait, I so think. Oh, I've seen that. I, I had yeah. always known what that was from. Yeah, I had kidney surgery when I was like six months old. Well, I was not aware of that. But yes. something I was aware of is a quote from the one and only Shaquille O'Neal that showed up on Bleacher Report a few hours ago, where Shaq said of a matchup of his Lakers versus the modern Warriors, he said, quote, we would have let Stephen Curry drive to the basket, and I would have laid his little ass out a couple of times, period. Which may or may not have been true, but it really begs the question, who wins in a Game of Seven, in a game of seven series? The 2000-2001 Lakers or the 2016-17 Warriors? Uh, I'd say the Warriors. I, yeah, I would say the Warriors. Because the I think solely because of Kevin Durant. I think okay. if if it was the 15-16 Warriors, I'd give it to the Lakers because Shaq would be way too dominant. But having Kevin Durant as another seven-footer outside shooting threat gives the edge over to the Warriors. And I, I still think it would win in like six, I think. Something like that. Because yeah. that was Shaq's like prime, prime years. Yeah. Yeah, I I would agree with that. 2000, 2001. I I would agree. I think that the Warriors do win that series. Mm -hmm. Um, Although it's not that the Lakers are bad or anything, because obviously they had Shaq and Kobe, which is one of the best duos, if not the best duos to ever play the game together. But at that same time, they're going up against what I would consider the best duo to ever play together, uh, Stephen Curry and Kevin Durant. I'm, you, you I strongly they they're the best duo to ever play together. Yeah. I well, who who do you have over them? I I think I do have Shaq and Kobe over them. Yeah, Shaq and Kobe over. I Steph have and Shaq Kevin. and Kobe over Steph and Kevin. Really, I I can see it, but I and do. Then, but give the, it. the the reason I give it I give the win to the Warriors is because of Clay and KD. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because Clay I and still, Draymond. Still yeah, 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 Draymond still, that. yeah. Exactly. So like that's that that's where they have too many weapons, you know. And then like, if Demarcus Cousins was healthy, it was like a whole another different 
yeah he, he came Another a few years later yeah. but still yeah if that 1819 warriors were entirely healthy then mm-hmm. then no t- no team in history would be able to beat them yeah. i think even in a game but yeah no they would they would but, destroy but... yeah that that's a different story demarcus has to not tear the achilles and, and then his that. quad and then his acl and <laughs> exactly i yeah. think yeah he, ha- he has an acl tear right and then another achilles tear and then a quad tear also i think i think he like it went achilles he did that with the pelicans i watched that i was like oh no because it was like the last two yeah. seconds of the yeah. game and then he came back towards quad somehow came back in that same playoffs i don't know how mm-hmm. then he tore his acl in the offseason which is it's terrible the lakers right yeah I think he's on. No, he's not on. He's ring chasing. He's been, he's been waived. Officially ring waved chasing. Him, but they said they'll bring him oh, back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's healthy. He, yeah, he, but he's for real ring chasing. I, I would do that at, at that point. If you're on the team yeah. for the first nine years of your career, <laughs> I'm going to go get a ring. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's um, But, yeah, I think but, that the offensive firepower that the Warriors have is just too much for the for any team. Let alone the I Lakers. Think, I think Shaq would give them fits, though. Oh, Shaq would Shaq would drop a lot on them. But yeah, so like I think Shaq would have like you don't, a 40, you don't win a game with average, 50 but yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then exactly. and then like I think Shaq maybe maybe if the other guys are Fox and everybody else can can step up a little bit, maybe they'll have a fighting chance to go seven, but. I think other than that, they're the Warriors starting five and their bench with like Sean Livingston and everything. It's just it's yeah, just too deep. Exactly. Exactly. Um it, it's not like Kobe's anything to sniff at either though. Like we're talking a lot about Shaq, but Kobe yeah, still yeah. would have dropped a lot on whoever was guarding him. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I but think like, the, the, thing away is, the, the thing is if like if Shaq has his buckets and then Kobe gets his, you have two options versus the three in Clay, Stephen, Kevin Durant, and then Draymond exactly. on certain nights also can, exactly. can drop thirty on you, and then it's just it's just too much to handle because like they can score from any position anywhere on the floor, and it's just such yeah, a exactly. With traditional one on one defense, I don't think they stop Shaq. Although mm-hmm. I do think they still win, but I think with like the right zone, I think they could hold Shaq to like twenty or thirty, just by like. Just by like not letting him get the ball, like it would yeah, be like yeah, yeah, yeah. If so, like if, if he make gets the ball pass. down there, yeah. If 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 he gets the ball down there, I think he's gonna get two every time. But yeah, if they uh, I if think they you, if they seal him off and he can't get the ball, then yeah, I think you could deploy something like Clay or Draymond on Kobe. Then you have like Andre, yeah. and then whoever you don't have on Kobe, like or hovering around Shaq. So as soon as they try mm-hmm. to get the pass in, they yeah. It so out of the this. Way. The sixteen seventeen Warriors. Who was their center that year? Zaza. <laughs> yeah, have Zaza on Shaq. I want to see that. Um, it was, Zaza, it was Zaza, Zaza starting. Just, like, kick him in the shin. <laughs> well, dude, Zaza, Zaza has to get in the game first. He he's in there for like five ten minutes a game. <laughs> Zaza kicks in Shaq's knee first. It's like, oh, now we can win. <laughs> yes, we did it. Zaza goes off for seventy. <laughs> that that Lakers team. Who else was on that roster? I'm. I would. I will hedge my bets and say Derek Fisher was on it. But mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure. 
I would um, say, all right, they had, well, Phil Jackson was coach. Yeah, Kobe, Derek Fisher, Rick Fox, Horace Grant, Robert Horry, Tom Lou, Shaquille, Brian Shaw. Ron Lou was on that team. Yes, AI bitched him. I, re- I remember that. Well, I mean, obviously, I don't remember that, but like, yeah, nah, but I remember so like, seeing that play. It, it actually, since today's the day of AI's MVP uh, ceremony night, I was uh, watching some highlights and some games in game one where he drops like 40 something. And like Tyron Lewis on his ass for like maybe the, all the third quarter. And then he gets, he just gets so mad. He crosses him up and then steps over him. It was it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was crazy. Bro, he he dropped it bad. He dropped yeah, it bad. he did. But outside of that, there wasn't really any blemish on the Lakers team. Yeah, no. Like they they were amazing, but mm-hmm. at the same time, the Warriors are just better. Yeah, I, uh, I think I think, so. I think like, they're better. Because like, all right, let's say let's look at their starting five. Right, you have let's say Derek Fisher starting, and then Kobe at the two, Rick Fox at the three. Uh, we'll put Horace Grant at the four. Or was, was Horace Grant old at that time? No, nah, he wasn't. Horace Grant was pretty old at that time. Uh, he was playing like in could, the 80s with Jordan. Yeah, you could put Robert Horry in there instead of Horace Grant. And then yeah. Shaq, right? So let's say, I mean, because like Steph, Steph is destroying Derek Fisher, right? Exactly. And we'll have, we'll have Draymond on Kobe. And we'll have... Clay Thompson and Rick Fox. I think I think those matchups would be would work. Yeah, well. and then Kevin Durant. I think I I I think Kevin Durant could see. So, so like Kevin Durant is more of an inside defensive player. I think right, but like he's not he's not ass on the perimeter either. Yeah, I, like, I think the Warriors would go more towards the zone if they're playing the Lakers exactly. like this because they don't have anybody that can guard Shaq specifically. Mm-hmm. But they obviously could have people that guard Shaq, like as a as a team unit. That's true. Yeah, yeah you're up. That would work. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I, I also don't it. know how the triangle works against the zone either. Because like, cause like thirty three sure cuts it. for every pass, I think might destroy a zone, right? It it could depends on it depends on how the zone is. I think the I'm pretty sure the triangle works like regardless of. Zone or man, man. Zone. But, okay. yeah, like obviously the triangle is an amazing offense, but the Warriors also like sort of run their own triangle, so I think it would be easier mm-hmm. for them to defend it. Yeah, I, I also think the Warriors are faster too. So like in transition, the Warriors are would, definitely faster. They would destroy them. Yeah, and threes are worth more than twos. So that's true. They, threes are worth more than twos. Um, I do firmly believe that players now, in general, are better and more skilled, more athletic, whatever, whatever you want to say, than players of old. But yes. But even that 01 isn't even that old. Like 01 isn't that old, but still there's been like a radical evolution in like the technology that players have access to. When do you think that started? I'd say eh. when do you think it changed from the old school basketball to the new school basketball? Old school to new school changed well, there's a few times when it changed, like the three pointer. That's one. Well, well, no, but like that, I, that was, I mean, like, I mean, like where athleticism. Oh, where athleticism became where where players just yeah. became so ridiculously athletic, like across yeah. the board. Yeah, like, yeah. Ud Vince Carter, Michael Jordan, but 
I would say like I would say like probably oh like early two thousands. Early two okay, thousands so, maybe because I mean no not not two thousands, two thousand tens. Early two thousand tens. So like eleven, I'd say around twelve, thirteen, then. that's when Yeah, because I think I think now you're seeing a lot basketball's been a lot more popularized, I think, even just in the past like twenty years. Mm-hmm. So I think at around the tens is when players like high school players started to especially ones with like who come from a wealthier background were able to get like more professional training mm-hmm. and more of the things that could help them like boost their athleticism boost their skill and i think that that's sort of just when it takes off like yeah that's like zach levine and now like he had Andrew a 46 in vertical but now you're see- it seems like you're seeing vertical like that a lot yeah like, like dennis eighth graders. And jones <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Mikey Williams is doing crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it doesn't always pan out. Like, mm-hmm. there'll still be players that are athletic but not good. Yeah. But the Warriors are very good. And then they also so, happen to be athletic. So, so I think, I think like, in, like, around, like, maybe 07 or, like, maybe, like, 05, right? That's when, you yeah. know, Tracy McGrady and everyone, like, the, the crazy defense started – Started like, yeah, like the lane was always packed. So then you had to be, you know, you get T Mac, Kobe, you could fly or like, you know, posterize people that have the crazy, yeah, crazy jumpers and everything. So I think that's when the game started translating from that. Yeah, 80s, I think that's 90s when like players, yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's when like what, players in game, like NBA players, started focusing more on, on the athletic like skills instead yeah, of like, yeah, yeah exactly. And, and, like then, and then in like yeah, the 10s, 11s, 12, they had like, you know, you had guys that could jump through the building, but then they also coupled that with the ability to shoot uh, with a lateral movement. Yeah, and, at least in high school so. they did. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It doesn't always translate to the NBA, and I think part of that does come from just the way high school training is, because I think a lot of times players will be much more athletic than their peers, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, I can just keep doing this, and then you get to yeah, college, exactly. and then you, like, that's do, why... you can do a little bit less of it, and then the NBA just drops off. Yeah, but that's why guys like, I remember coming out of high school, Andrew Wiggins was like yeah. amazing, right? Because he had this crazy vertical. He was exactly he, and he had like he had skills like slightly better than everybody else. Yeah. And then, then still, he got the NBA. Like, superior athleticism. Mm-hmm. And then he got to the NBA and it just wasn't the same, right? Because like everybody's yeah, like, like that. He he can still so. get buckets, but like it's not efficient. Mm-hmm. But ah shoot, who's the one guy? There was this one guy on the Memphis team who could jump out of the building. It was like a few years back. I can't remember his name, but like, I'm pretty. Yeah. That's like that's like the kind of guy who has the freakish athleticism and probably had skill in high school compared to high schoolers, and yeah. it's sort of just like, like tapered away the, as you got. I think the uh, only way athleticism works in the NBA is if you are somebody like Zion, who's just so much of a freak that you can use. Exactly. If you're more athletic than the rest of the NBA players, then you can yeah. you can keep yeah. that up. <laughs> then it but, works. <laughs> But yeah. like also, but then but you get to think about injuries and management, load management, all that. So there's like a whole bunch of factors. But like Shaq, right? Shaq, would you say Shaq was athletic? I'd say I'd say he was athletic. Oh, Shaq was definitely athletic. It, it started. Then, it it was a sharp decline, like at one point in his career. Yeah, like yeah, that exactly. body just couldn't. The, the like, size of his body just couldn't keep it up, and then it sort of just like dropped off. Uh-huh. I, I know. I know. That. And, um, when he was on the Magic. Uh, he, I yeah. think he was talking like Olajuwon or Robinson was talking about him, and yeah. I think Olajuwon was like, "Oh, you know, I'm just gonna outrun him." 
and they, they kept running down the floor and like after a quarter, Elijah is like dead tired on the bench and Shaq just keeps going down the floor up and yeah. back, just dunking on everyone. He's just like this kid's crazy. Yeah, I remember watching um Shaq. I saw one video of Shaq like going coast to coast with the Lakers, mm-hmm. and he just like outpaced everybody. And he was like, yeah at seven pounds, yeah, seven one three hundred yeah. or whatever. Like it, so, was, like it was insane. Against against the Warriors, I think like it would be a type of situation where let's say it's the finals, right? I think the Warriors win the chip, but Shaq gets Finals MVP. Well, Shaq, it's, it's Shaq like it's consideration rare. for Finals MVP. Yeah, like well, it's I mean it's rare for only Jerry a West person. has done it. Really? I feel yeah, like, it was only I Jerry feel like West. Somebody else has done that. Like you know, LeBron, nine. LeBron was sort of close this past the past time he went went to the finals, but it's only Jerry West that one time. Jerry I West. What year it was? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. I mean, still, if if they did that, I feel like he, he, he could be. still get consideration. I could see that. Yeah, because like I, I feel like he would be, he he would he'd be the best player on the court. Yeah. Like in terms. Imagine of, being Jerry West though. Then it's like yeah. just sad that he just lost the chip. It's like oh, you won bottles of it. It's like man, I'm not going out there. I'm not gonna go to some of the awards. What are you talking about? <laughs> You're kidding, right? Oh, that's like I, I'm not going. Ba- I'm not going back out of the locker room after he lost the championship. Yeah. Yeah, he's he accepted an award for the champions. <laughs> yeah. So oh, like, boy. and then also, I mean, Kobe was young too, so. Yeah, Kobe. Was I mean, too. Kobe, Kobe for was for that time, that team was amazing. Exactly, and for this time, this team would still be amazing. But yeah, but maybe not, not the Warriors. Good enough to be the Warriors. Yeah, exactly. But like honestly, if if you replaced guys like Rick Fox and Horace Grant with even like mediocre players of today, like he, let's say let's say you replace Horace Grant with like Julius Randle or like somebody somebody's like. All right, not okay. Let, let's hold. Not right, Julius right. Randall. All right, no, somebody, I, I, somebody no, no, who no, will play like defense once. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That that type of player. Let's say, I don't know who. See, like mediocre power forwards. It's like big men don't even exist in the NBA anymore. Yeah. Uh, if you give them like Mike about, Muscala and Ursan Ilyasova, I think they could. I think they have a better shot at doing it. Yeah. Like if you replace Horian Grant with Ursan and Muscala. Mm-hmm. But. Because just because of the spacing they offer, and still Muscal has like some paint, some like room yeah. protection, mm-hmm. but and then like that, I still you, think the Warriors replace, would win. It'd just be a little tougher. Let's say you replace Derek Fisher with Kyle Lowry. Holiday, or yeah, Kyle Lowry. So yeah, well, I mean, Kyle Lowry still still an All Star. Derek Fisher wasn't All Star. Yeah, either. Drew Holiday is really Drew, Drew Holiday yeah. would do wonders for that team, on perimeter defensively against the Warriors at least. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I mean, you, still, nobody's going to stop Steph, but it, it's a better shot. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, moving on from the Lakers, because I wasn't actually sure if we were going to agree on that. Who do you think wins the 95-96 Bulls or 16-17 Warriors? Uh, honestly, I think the 95-96 Bulls win. Really? Yes, because that team defensively is amazing in Dennis Rodman, Scottie Pippen, and Michael Jordan. And I think Michael Jordan can carry a lot of the brunt of the offense, too. Okay, okay. Yeah. First, first, first. What rules are we playing by? Like, does the zone defense exist? 
zone. Well, all right. See, see, like when we're comparing eras, I always give it to the older era because the game evolves over time to be better, right? So then older eras won't be as good in today's eras. So let's say we play with 90s rules where it's like hand checking. What, what, what I mean, if I'm, if I'm including zone defense, I'm, I'm also implying that that 95-96 team knows how to run a zone. It's not like they're just like, okay, zone defense is allowed. And like, what the fuck is this? Okay. Um, like, like, they know how to play a zone. Let's say let's say no, it, because... So, still we'll old have, rules. Yeah, it's still old rules. Okay. Because we'd just be putting the 16-17 Warriors back in time to the 95. Okay. We're not moving them forward. Yeah. I don't think I, can check... I, I take the Warriors in this situation. You do? Yeah. I don't think hand checking matters as much as people think it might. Because why in my in my pro, in my um research for my TED talk for Spanish about why <laughs> new players are better than old players. Shout out to um Senorita Sinelli. <laughs> um, <laughs> um in my research for that. I made my way to Instagram because I remembered a post that Gilbert Arenas was talking about how Grant Hill was sort of like the demise of the older generation of players with the way he can move. And then in a, I found a post even more recently that was talking about hand checking and how that hand checking really only stopped guards and stuff in the nineties and eighties because they just weren't the same kind of players as they are now mm-hmm. because you were stopping guys like Mark Price and players like that who are really going, like, more side-to-side side initiating the offense. Like, yeah, hand check, like, stop you from, like, getting off a pass that you need to. Okay. But I think that with the guards today, hand checking wouldn't really matter. Because if I put my hand out on your stomach, I'm not stopping. I'm not stopping a guy like Russell Westbrook from driving past me and dunking it on my center. I'm not going to stop. I'm not like, stop also, Russell like Westbrook Curry. isn't Stephen Curry. I know, but like, at the same time, like, even Stephen Curry, like, Although he's like considered one of the less athletic point guards today, he'd still be one of the more athletic point guards of the eighties and nineties. So I think that well I think that right, the hand checking like, wouldn't matter as much. But see, I am not I'm not comparing them to the entire league in the in ninety five nineties. I'm comparing them to the Bulls. No, I know. Where, but, no, but what I'm saying, like the hand like, checking if, is if Michael Jordan puts his hand out on Stephen Curry, Michael Jordan at six six, two hundred and sixteen pounds. Steph's not getting by him, right? Well, no, because what I'm saying is, first off, he, he could get by him. Second off, what I'm no saying is... No way. I, I'll explain in a second, but what I'm saying is, it's like the hand, the hand checking allows teams like the Bulls to sort of stop plays before they begin. Mm-hmm. Because they are able to like sort of ride guys like that, like stop okay. the pass more easily. But yeah. it doesn't really matter when, if it's more of a score for his point guard, like, then the hand-checking mm-hmm. becomes obsolete. Like, you saw it with Allen Iverson. Like, Allen Iverson was torching people the day he got there because he was a score-first guard, and he was just lighting them up, even with the hand-checking. So it's That's like true. that kind of thing. And even with, like, you put the hand – Jordan puts the so, hand on Curry. He's not stopping him. He could, though, because, like, Jordan was an amazing defender for his time, but at the same time, the lateral quickness is so different. Like, Jordan was stopping people who weren't, like – moving side to side, doing the moves, and, like, the forward and backwards that guards today are doing. So, although I would like to give Jordan the benefit of the doubt because he was an amazing defender, I'm not sure 
how well he actually fares against the guards of today, defensively. Okay, so, all right, all right. Well, even even taking hand checking out of it, right? Because I feel like hand checking is more used in transition rather than and like post 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 defense rather than just on ball defense in the yeah 90s. yeah. So like, yeah. even taking they, that out of it, right? Let's say well, defensively you have. Mike, Scotty, and Dennis, right? Yeah. So, I so like, just like as a coach, right? I would have Scotty at six eight, small four, point forward, guarding Steph, and I think he could do a really good job of guarding Steph, right? And then I would have Dennis Rodman at six seven, guarding KD. All right, I I don't know. If Dennis Rodman could guard KD, no, I'm not saying that he nope, can. No. Yeah, okay. I don't think okay, anybody okay. on that team could do it. So just, just <laughs> stick him on there anyway. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right, all right. We'll just, we'll just put Dennis Rodman because I feel like he has the best chance of guarding best KD. Chance, yeah, yeah he, has the, he has the best chance of guarding KD, right? And then I'd probably put Mike on Clay Thompson because Clay's more of a spot up shooter, right? So he won't, he won't penetrate as much, even though he can, mm-hmm. but he probably won't. So then I feel like defensively, that would give the Warriors trouble to the point where only Kevin Durant would be initiating offense, you know? I see what you're saying, but, like, at the same time, I think that applies more for, like, the beginning the beginning of the game because I think as soon as the Warriors face the Bulls, I think the Bulls will come to realize pretty soon that they have to guard Curry from way farther out and start guarding him way harder That's true. earlier in the game. Than like just him getting to the three point line, like you're having to do that like five, ten feet out from there. Yeah, that's true. And I think, and the, it it's seen a lot with the games that the Warriors would play. Uh, they would like it would be sort of close, like first half, and then in the third quarter, like they would just assassinate yeah. people because that's of the true. fatigue of just guarding them so hard. Mm-hmm. At for the first half of the game and guarding them so far up, I think that would get to the Bulls not because they're a bad defensive team, but because in that time games were moving slower. Mm-hmm. So you're not really having the kind of pace that the Warriors like to play with. You're not That's facing true. the same kind of monsters that the Warriors have on their team. And I've just been talking about Stephen Curry. Like, yeah, you brought up Kevin Durant. Like, the same rules yeah, apply no, for Kevin. Like, yeah, he's going to no, do the uh, same Kevin, thing, just taller. Uh, so, I, well, Kevin doesn't have the same range that Steph does. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or he doesn't the have the same range, but, like, still, he still has to be guarded from there. Yeah, yeah. So, like, so, I mean, in the half court, the Bulls, I think, would lock down on the Warriors. Even the half court, I'm not sure. Because they, they expand no, no, the half court. Well, no, because they yeah, expand but, what half court is so much, is what I'm yeah, saying. But we're talking about Scottie Pippen. Like, he's 6'8". He's, he's one of the best defensive players of all time. Like, I'm yeah, sure, and. I'm sure, I'm sure he could adapt to Stephen Curry. I mean, he'll play him out. Steph will go by him. But, like, help defense is still a thing, right? Yeah, and but then you help, don't have a good. You center. pass it out to Clay. Okay. You help yeah, there, you but pass then it you to have Kevin. Michael Jordan on Clay. All right, if you but pass is he it to help, Kevin Durant, but then who's helping? Different. Who's helping Scotty? The center, the center, the center is helping. The center is helping. And then not, you see not Steph any go of the, the body flip it up and no. Walk. Listen, listen, listen. I'd have fucking uh, who's their center? Luke Longley or some shit. Just Luke Longley. Bill Wennington. <laughs> Bill Wennington. Dude, I saw Bill Wennington on the documentary. His facial hair needs to go. <laughs> The mustache from here down to the bottom of his face. And then the skull patch. Like, 
the soul patch pencil it's, so, it's ridiculous it's so funny it was so funny man I, but like not a comment on bill's character <laughs> just just his, needs to go. just his appearance <laughs> exactly. and like all right even offensively who's stopping michael jordan like that's a good question and i don't I, think at the same time stopping michael jordan. at the same time that i i would say nobody we don't know how their lateral quickness of the modern era will translate against the offense of the 90s. That's why, see, that's why it's so hard to compare. Well, that's why it's because, tough. Because I'm, I'm under the belief that these players can adapt to that given time. They, yeah, you have to give them time, but if you're just throwing them there. So, like, so like if, if they, because, like, if they have an offseason to work and they, you know, and they see the Warriors and the way they run, I'm sure the Bulls team would have been able to be like, oh, all right, this is how we're going to guard them. This is how we're going to work it out. And, yeah. you know, you, using their mind over their, their physical abilities. Yeah. Be able and, and to. It's sort of unfair to the Bulls since the Warriors have watched them before, obviously. So mm-hmm. what, in this scenario, I'm just going to make it like the Warriors have never seen the Bulls play before and vice versa. Yeah. So then, so then, I mean, I mean, again, who's guarding Mike? And then, like, that, I I'll give him the benefit of the doubt where it's like I'm gonna say nobody actually stops. Yeah, like, and then and then I have, the same I have time, Scotty I bringing up the ball too. Scotty, I don't, I don't. Forward. I don't think Mike. I don't think Jordan on his own can go like him not being stopped can go past Kevin and Steph not being stopped. And then you having a chance of Clay taking zero dribbles and putting up three hundred points. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, yeah. So like, so like, so like Clay, Clay's a very big mystery factor here. Uh, but like, and Kevin Durant will always get his buckets. Clay, so, Clay depends on how Jordan does because I remember there was a video. It was I think it was the finals of ninety seven, ninety eight, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe ninety six, ninety seven. It was against the Jazz, but they're talking about how Jordan. They're basically okay. One, they're praising Jordan for taking some, for taking some time off on defense to save himself for offense. So like, okay, well, I will stand no, out there between no, then no, and now. no, 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 no. But, I, but I don't I, believe that's okay. Don't do that. I, I know I'm not. Yeah. But yeah. What, I'm, what I'm saying is, if he does employ that strategy because he knows he needs to be the one scoring on the offensive end, I think that enables Clay more to do, to do more damage against the war against the Bulls when he gets the ball. That's true, but like, all right, I'm I'm not assuming he does that. I hope he doesn't do that. Like, I think you have to play hard on defense and offense all the time. I mean, no, they they really they talked about it in the finals. Yeah, like, yeah, it's not like, at the game. But like, that it's whole just whether or not standard, he does that. Yeah, but like that whole double standard not, shouldn't exist. I don't like that at all. Like, no yeah, exactly. Way. It's just whether or so, not he does it against. Yeah, that. yeah. So, so like again, again, I I think Steph Curry is the big, the big if whether if Scotty can guard him decently. Because I'm not I'm not confident he can. I'm I am. I I I am confident he can. Well because I watched those back to Gilbert Arenas's Instagram post. I saw the thing of it was Grant Hill. He like he dribbled left, dribbled right, and then just yeah, did no, back left. And Scotty was and Scotty disappeared. Was, was done. I know. I and know. that's and that's just front crosses. Like Steph is doing more than that. Steph mm-hmm. The thing with Gortat where he fakes the shot, fakes the pass behind his back, he just goes away. And yeah. Then he's like, oh, no, shit, I, know. I really just did I know. That. <laughs> yeah, no, that it's because like it's, it, it is different times. But then, yeah. Also, like I've seen plays where like Kevin Love locks up on Steph or Tony Allen 
or cat, lots of fun stuff. And like that's that's attributed to today's players too. But like yeah. if Scotty does, you know, figure it out or like has time to figure it out, I think he could. Maybe maybe yeah, but- maybe if you ne- if they've never seen each other and they play in an hour, then like, you know, the Warriors have an advantage. But like I'm still never counting Mike out, you know. Yeah, it's hard to count Mike Jordan out, but I still do give it to the Warriors. And with the Kevin Love thing in the finals, I'm firmly under the belief that Stephen Curry was still hurt for that. Because there's no dude, he was definitely injured for that, like that entire playoffs. He's like he's in the Rocket series, he's like, there's a wet spot here. And they're like, okay, they do nothing about it. Then he slips and hurts his ankle. It's like, see. That's what. That's why you can get the white spot when he tells you about it, and then he comes back yeah, and he's hurt. He did, like, he did think, hurt his knee. He did hurt I his think, knee. Yeah, I think you could see that for like the rest of. Bro, that was so scary watching that. I was so scared. I know. I was like, I was like, did because yeah. like, like, yeah, his like, knee was sideways. Like, I was like, oh my god. I was like, no. I was like, oh no. I was like, please oh, no. Not him, like anybody. Take take Mike Conley instead. Not Stephen Curry. <laughs> no, we love Mike. We love Mike. Take Patrick take, Beverly. Take Patrick Beverly. We'll give you Patrick Beverly. Give us Steph Curry. I'll, I'll sacrifice Patrick Beverly. <laughs> that that is a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Yeah, me too. Me too. I mean, <laughs> Patrick Beverly, <laughs> fucking greatest defensive point guard of all time. If you know what I'm saying, gets in your head. He's so he's good. He's so good at running into players' knees. I'm so proud <laughs> of him for that. He is. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I feel like him and Lance Stevenson would work so well together. <laughs> oh boy, no, that would just be ridiculous. That'd be so funny. I, at the same time that I'd pay to watch that as a coach, I would just quit my job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like. Having you, both you, of wait, you wake up one day, you find it. You're the coach of the Clippers. You're like, great, I have Kawhi and Paul George. Then you go, you read Bleacher Report the next day. The Clippers have signed Lance Stevenson. Lance Stevenson. Lance Stevenson. Lance Stevenson. Just retire on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's it. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Let, we'll wrap this up right about yeah. now. So, concluding remarks, I think the Warriors, 16-17 Warriors are the best team ever assembled. I think they would be the O one, the O one Lakers, pretty handily. Well, not pretty handily, but like more easily than they would the ninety five, ninety six Bulls. But I still think they beat the Bulls. Obviously, I, differently. I believe the Bulls would win, but I think this just depends on the night too. Yeah, at the at the same time that I believe that we will truly never know. Yes. So take what we say that, with the greatest. That is all the that is one of my pet peeves. Which is comparing eras. It's just too difficult for me. I know. I wish it was easier, like, but yeah, because like I, I, I need. I'm one of those guys that like I logically. Yeah, logically, you you take you take. It's you hard take to compare the steps. Yeah, you take steps to to get a correct, definitive answer, and this is one where we'll never get. You know, because we we really don't know. Yeah. When it comes down to it. Exactly. So. All right. But yeah, we'll 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 wrap it up here. I have to um, write an open letter to the Warriors front office for a writer's craft assignment. Yeah, wait, 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 guys, 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 listen. Um, there was a time when Noah Lanuet 
DM'd a bunch of the Warriors players trying to advise them on their front office moves. No, I no, I didn't DM them on that. I asked them if they could get me Bob Myers' email. Oh, oh, yeah. And they yeah, didn't yeah, respond yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, fine, yes. I'll just DM the Warriors directly. And some <laughs> trade ideas for D'Angelo Russell. They yeah. didn't listen to. I remember that. Yes. I was but, disappointed. Um, it, yes, we were all disappointed when they didn't I was respond. Incredibly disappointed. It was sad. It was sad. It was terrible. That, that was in the wake of Danny Green just murdering Clay Thompson, basically. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. I, was. I used to like Danny Green, but now I know it wasn't I, intentional. I'm, but still. I have always been indifferent to Danny Green. I, I like Danny Green. I was like, oh, he's good. And then he did that. And like, he mm. decided to jump and block Clay Thompson, which isn't going to work. Come on, he's six. Exactly. Nine. He didn't. He didn't. He scored anyway. Yeah, he did. He got the bucket. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. But oh, yeah, so all right. you yeah. wanna. You want to cue us out? This has been the Unprofessionalist episode five. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.